Let's go over some takeaways from last night's Spurs win versus Toronto and discuss the Spurs open roster spot as well as the waiver wire. You are locked on Spurs, your daily San Antonio Spurs podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, this is Hot Rod. And I'm RC from the Cybertron Spurs. And you're listening to Locked On Spurs with, with Jeff, Jeff Garcia. Garcia. Welcome back to Locked On Spurs. We're here on the Locked On NBA Network. I'm your host, Jeff Garcia, Spurs writer for Ken's 5 San Antonio. Follow me on X at Jeff G Spurs Zone. Hey, thanks for making Locked On Spurs your first listen each and every day, free and available wherever you get podcasts, iTunes, Ken's 5 Plus app. The list goes on and on. You guys are the everydayers. We appreciate you stopping by here and subscribing to Locked On Spurs. Today's episode is brought to you by Prize Picks. The easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Go to prizepicks.com slash NBA. Use code all lowercase NBA for a first deposit match up to 100 bucks. Hey, what are we talking about today? We can see on your screen. We are talking about last night's Spurs win. Yes, win over Toronto. Give over some takeaways quickly. Then bring in our guest, James Pledger of San Antonio Sports Star. We're going to be discussing the Spurs open roster spot right now and what they should do with it. Who could likely fill it? Perhaps somebody from the waiver wire. We'll discuss that and more. That's coming up next in just a few seconds. But about last night, Spurs got the W. Yes, I said W. First win on the rodeo road trip, beating Toronto 122 to 99. Uh, yeah, one and three on the rodeo road trip, snapping their seven-game losing skid. Win by Yama. I'm pretty sure he's going to be one of the takeaways. Uh, led the team with a triple double, but a unique way with 10 blocks, 27 points, and 14 rebounds. He joins David Robinson in recording a triple-double with blocks, so kudos to him. Sohan, 16 points, 6 rebounds. Osmond had 5 points off the bench. Devin Vassell, 25 points in the win. Trey Jones with 7 points and 10 assists. Spurs are 11-43 for the season. They'll next face the Dallas Mavericks. All right, so what are some takeaways from the win? First of all, you got to start off with Wimby. I mean, my goodness, he put on a show for Toronto. That's got to be takeaway number one. 27 points, 14 rebounds, 10 blocks, a career high. In just 29 minutes. Oh, and he also threw in five assists. That is his second career triple-double. He joins David Robinson, Hakeem Olajuwon, players like that ilk to record a triple-double and, uh, you know, with blocks and David Robinson as well. So, by the way, he is the first since David Robinson in 1990 to record a triple-double with 10 blocks. So he's in rare air there. Yeah, the kid is living up to all that is built. Perhaps one of the takeaways within takeaway number one is that he didn't look gassed. Popovich spoke about that after the game, saying that, yeah, Victor hit the dog days of the NBA smack. He was feeling sluggish. He did not look sluggish. Devin Vassell tipped his cap to Wemby, saying it was Wemby who carried the team in the first period to really come out of the gates with fire, with energy, that he sparked the team to the win. So you got to love what Victor is doing right now. You know, even when he was playing down, he was still giving you, uh, you know, light double-doubles of about 15, 18 points. The point is, is that he looks like the pick, the number one pick. And he looks like that will carry on as the season goes through. They got Dallas next. That'll be a good test for him. So, yeah, takeaway number one, Victor Wimbayama does it again. It is special. Takeaway number two, Devin Vassell helping uh, Wimby to uh, get the win. You know, this whole debate of who's the Batman, who's the Robin, is Devin Vassell the Robin too? But, you know, for that doesn't matter. Against the Raptors, they both were a powerhouse duo. 25 points, 9 for 15 from uh, the field, 
Five for seven from the three-point range. I bring that up is because Devin Vassell has been streaky, more downs than ups shooting from the field. And you got to look at this as a good way for him to uh, keep on keeping on, staying consistent. That's the next thing I got to talk about with Vassell. Can he be consistent? Good game versus Toronto. Got to carry that on against Dallas and through the rest of the season, let alone the rodeo road trip. Yeah, Vassell scored 20-plus points in seven of his last nine games. So he's definitely finding a little rhythm. Popovich, after the game, said that Vassell has taken the next step. He's leveled up in his uh, playing and his style, his de development. That's good to hear. They'll need him moving forward. So, whoo. I mean, this team was just cooking. This team, and Vassell and Devin led the way, it leads me to the final point. Collectively, they played great. They played 48 minutes of basketball. They had a huge lead on Toronto. They didn't let that go. They played four periods of basketball, all 48 minutes, the bitter end. You have Trey Jones contributing with 10 assists. Matter of fact, you know, part of takeaway number three of them playing together, you know, for 48 minutes. They had 37 assists on the night. They were sharing the ball. This is a collective. They got the win together. Yes, Wimby had a triple-double, but collectively they beat the Toronto Raptors. Vassell said after the game that, hey, you know, this team is special. If they're clicking and they're firing all cylinders and they're connecting on their shots, playing defense, this could be a team that can beat any team in the NBA. Hopefully that'll continue because the rodeo road trip is not over yet. They're still away from San Antonio. A lot of games to be played. There you have it. Coming up next, we have James Pledger of San Antonio Sports Star. We're going to be discussing what the Spurs can do with that open roster spot. You know, could they just, you know, hire, quote unquote, within Dominic Barlow or more? And who would be a player that we would like to see the Spurs get in the waiver wire? That's next on Locked On Spurs. Hey, I want to talk to you about Price Picks. Price Picks is America's number one fantasy sports app with over 3 million members. Look, they are the easiest, most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Use you against the numbers. That's it. You pick more than or less than on two to six player stat projections. And yeah, see those winnings roll in. Look, with Price Picks, you can now win up to 100 times your money with as little as four correct picks. Basically, you can turn $10 into $1,000. Yeah, Price Picks has it all. Look, you want to play alongside some of Price Pick's uh, favorite players like rapper Meek Mill, comedian Andrew Schultz. Well, they got that too. You can now find community plays under the Promos tab of the app to view entries for some of the biggest names in Price Pick's community each week. Hey, they offer, also offer Apple Pay, quick and easy deposits into your account this basketball season. Hey, look, they have it all there. I have it. You should get that app too. Like, for example, like I'm picking Anthony Davis for more than two blocks and Damian Lillard for more than four three-pointers made. I hit on that. Hey, guess what? I get myself a payout. Yeah, the experience is very simple. It's fun. Go get that app right now. Go to pricepicks.com slash LockedOnNBA. Use code LockedOnNBA for a first deposit match up to $100. Promo code is LockedOnNBA. Once again, pricepicks.com slash LockedOnNBA. Promo code LockedOnNBA. Picks. Pick more. Pick less. It's that easy. Everybody, I want to talk to you about Muslingers drive through Coffee. Look, it is a proud local sponsor of Locked On Spurs. It proudly serves the San Antonio community. And if you're in San Antonio, that is your best place to get your caffeine fix. Whether you need a latte, the Muslinger signature drink, the Muslinger, 
or a Red Bull infused lightning bolt series drink, I recommend added the strawberry. They have it all only at Muslingers. So if you're in San Antonio, you want to go there right now, 2404 Thousand Oaks Drive near 21 to 1604, open every single day from 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. Friendly staff, good menu. They got mini donuts too. If you're in San Antonio, go there right now. Look, there's they're getting so many five-star reviews on social media. And speaking of social media, follow them on X, Threads, uh, Facebook, TikTok. Pick a platform there. They're at Muslinger S-A-T-X. Look, even if you want to take it easy and not get your caffeine fixed, they have dairy alternatives. They have no caffeine options. They have it all. I'm telling you, if you're in San Antonio, go to Muslinger's Drive-Thru Coffee right now. Look. I go there. You should go there too. Love uh, interacting with that friendly staff. And hey, who knows? If you pitch to them an idea of a signature drink, maybe they'll make it in your honor and give it your name. They've done it for me. Maybe they'll do it for you. So, and speaking of signature drinks, try the OG OJ. Very, very delicious. Muslingers Drive Through Coffee. Go there right now, San Antonio, 2404,000 Oaks Drive. Open every day from 6 a.m. to 6 uh, p.m. Again, 2404,000 Oaks Drive. Go there right now. Why? Because life is too short for bland coffee. And we're back right here on Lockdown Spurs, joined by my good friend. He is the man, the myth, the legend, Iron Man's, uh, I guess, the guy that Iron Man wanted to be when he was growing up. He is James Pledger of San Antonio Sports Star. Follow him on X at I am Pledger. Welcome back, Pledge. What's happening, man? It's been a minute. It's been a minute, but, you know, I mean, even in that minute, Spurs are still losing, so. <laughs> <laughs> well, we haven't missed much since the last time we were <laughs> Exactly. We haven't missed much. But I guess the new thing is, though, is that. Uh, we had a trade started. deadline. We got a trade deadline that came and went. There's an open roster spot as of this recording and a lot of guys on the waiver wire. But before we dive into all that, make sure to follow Pleasure again on X at I am Pleasure. He is the host of Extra Innings on San Antonio Sports Star. So make sure to check him out. He'll tell you all about that and how to listen to him every single day. What well, Monday through Friday, correct? Monday through Friday, 6 a.m. Okay. Except, except this Thursday, Friday. Okay. Well, we'll get into details why. I'm taking a vacation. <laughs> And a well-deserved vacation, by the way. Should I? I'm gonna go I think. I think I'm gonna go I think you pretty much live at the Star, right? Don't you? I do you live there. I right? do. So uh, after Super Bowl, I'm gonna decompress. I'm gonna. I'm, I'm gonna teach myself to snowboard. I go. I, well, I can see you excelling in that. I don't know why. I'm going to Rio Dosa to snowboard, so I'm pretty excited. Mm. All right. All right. Well, don't break a leg. I guess now they say break a leg, but don't break a leg. Yeah. <laughs> Hate for you to text me, Jeff. I need air money to get airlifted out of <laughs> the canyon out here. <laughs> I thought I could. Do, I thought I could yeah. make a double black diamond run. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, so pledge, like you said, it's been a minute, but you know, in that minute, the Spurs made it weren't very active in the trade deadline. No surprise, McDermott got dealt. Everybody nope. kind of saw that coming. So whoop de doo, another ho hum trade deadline, but. The Spurs, as of this recording, have an empty roster spot with the departure of McDermott. Pledger, what should they do with that roster spot? Should they go out and look for the waiver wire? We'll talk about that in a few minutes. Or perhaps promote somebody from the GD. What do you think? You mean like a city Sissoko? Oh, yes. What do you think <laughs> they should do with that open roster spot? Um, 
with the open roster spot, uh, there are a couple of routes that they can go. Um, they can promote from within, which would be the most Spursian things the Spurs could do, right? Yeah. Um, while I would like to see City Sissoko in some extended time, I think there are other ways that he could come onto this roster other than just opening that spot that's open. Um, the spot is open because in that trade, they acquired Marcus Morris and yep. we all know what happened with Marcus Morris <laughs> once upon a time and Marcus Morris never made it to San Antonio. And now there is an empty spot and he is one of the people on that waiver wire. Mm -hmm. So I don't think it's going to be him. Nope. <laughs> Not at all. I, Although I would love for the Spurs to keep him just to stick it to him. <laughs> that would be hilarious. Um. There are some interesting names that I I do think because of and this is this is where I'm going to slightly contradict what I think because I think this team needs vets, right? Mm -hmm. But we're we're so far past being able to bring in vets yeah. that would make a substantive difference to the roster that I think that ship has sailed. So guys like Corey Joseph or mm -hmm. Danilo Gallinari or mm -hmm. Ish Smith, they don't really quite do enough mm -hmm. to change the culture that is probably needed from veteran leadership at this right. point of the season because of just how far into the season we are, right? So in that sense, I want a lottery ticket, right? I, I yeah. want to be able to scratch a ticket and, you know, it's a $1 scratcher, but hopefully I can win $100,000, mm -hmm. right? And if not 100000 you know, maybe I can get 100 bucks in my pocket real quick. Killian Hayes is a seventh overall pick from just Bingo. three years ago. Right. And he is at a position that the Spurs desperately need help at. Mm-hmm. You've got Trey Jones, and really that's it. You're trying to develop yeah. Blake Wesley into that role and Malachi Branham a little bit. I don't think Branham, like, he's not a point guard. Like, he's not. He's a combo guard mm -hmm. at best. He's not a point guard. I Blake Wesley has gotten better. Yes, there, are, like, there are things that you can see in the development there. Killian Hayes was the seventh overall pick for a reason. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like there's, yeah. there's some there, there that teams see and mm -hmm. hopefully with better coaching, maybe a scheme fit that is better or coaching that is better. It clicks for him because how many, he went through what three coaches in three years. Mm -hmm. Yep. Four. If you count interims yeah. of, Coaches fired in season four or five. I mean, how many coaches did Killian Hayes actually go through? And therefore, how many system changes did he mm -hmm. have to go through? And what one coach may have been asking was completely opposite of what he was trying to learn in his first year as he was coming into the league from overseas, by the way. So it's not like the adjustment was going to be easy in the first place um, to the NBA game. So I think that it would be worth the gamble to acquire Killian Hayes, if at all possible. I, I'm right there with you. Although he's not my waiver wire target, I'll talk about that in a bit, but he's up there for me. You have a French 
point guard. Sound familiar? Mm-hmm. Wimby, French connection. Yeah, that might help. And I think also think a fresh, a new start could do him wonders. Like he mm-hmm. got hit injuries early in his season, kind of fell out of favor. The, the Pistons went ahead and drafted Ivy. I mean, that should have been a big signal to his future in uh, Detroit. You got Kay Cunningham. So I think a fresh start will do him good. The only thing, though, Pledger, I don't like is that this guy cannot hit a shot. And his off, his outside shot is just as bad. Look, he definitely fit in well with that's the Spurs. Then, if that's the case, if that's the case, you know. But for I his mean, career, if that's the case, and that's what you're looking for out of a guard, Seth Curry fits that build. Well, well, well. As far as killing Hayes, twenty-seven percent from the three line for his career, thirty-eight percent from the field overall. So not a great shooter, but a six-five, one ninety-five pound point guard, still young, twenty-two years old will fit the timeline of the young Spurs and, of course, the French thing, you know, Spurs. But I'll give you this, Jeff. You talk about his shooting percentage. You remember in me, you, and Mike Jimenez argued with this ad nauseum uh, when it came to Jeremy Sohan. Yep. Wouldn't give him the chance, the light of day, to even act like his shot could improve at all from behind the arc. Wanting him to quit shooting even though I told him last year they're treating games as practice. He was getting better at the free throw line. He's eventually going to, like, they're working on his shot to think that it can't get better. What's what's Jeremy Sohan's three-point percentage this year? To the 19 or 21 or whatever, like, the complaint was last year about Jeremy Sohan and taking outside shots, using last year as a practice year and letting him hawk them up as they were trying to teach him things with the season, and then the full off season to incorporate that three point shot got better drastically mm-hmm. from last year to this year, right? Right. Could the same not be said? Killian Hayes, maybe with this shooting coaches with the this system. I know it's not Chip England, but they have gotten better. Like mm-hmm. players have gotten better shooting mm-hmm. under this development staff. That Killian yeah. Hayes might not develop a shot here. Yeah, and also too, you throw in the fact the Wimby factor on the court. You know, the spacing he'll create um, and give him better looks at the uh, rim. Perhaps that'll help him. He didn't really have that threat in Detroit, and you know, on his side and then on the, on the yeah. court with him. So there's that. No, you know, I, I agree with you. But again, you know, we're gonna play a game. Although Pledge already told us his pick, uh, I'll tell you my pick if you have to pick one. Uh, waiver wire for agent, but just playing devil's me, advocate to the yeah. can't shoot, you know, right? But for me, although I think the Spurs will do this, I actually think they will promote from within and give that spot to Dominic Barlow. He's on a two way deal. I think they may do that whole Bassey thing, you know, convert his two way to a full NBA contract, you know, late last year. It would be the most Bassey. Spurs thing ever, <laughs> and I think that's could probably like these going to happen with that roster. They're just going to promote Barlow from the Austin Spurs to San Antonio and lock him up here because he does provide backup athletic, big backup to Wimby. Uh, you know, did you see how many offensive rebounds he had in the last mm-hmm. game prior to the Toronto? I mean, he had like five or six. Um, you know, so, you know, the, he's a motor, he's energy, he's young, athletic, he's still somewhat raw. So I think he'll get better, but it's kind of win-win, would you agree? If Let's just say they go with your argument and get killing Hazel. Check. We got ourselves a potential point potential. guard in the future. Because that's or, what this year is about, right? Yeah. At this point of the season, we've kind of punted on everything, and we're looking mm-hmm. at 
you know, winning, winning a lottery, if you will. <laughs> yeah. Pun intended. But I mean, why not take a shot on a previous lottery pick? Yeah. And see if there's some there there. Oh, I, I'm with you. I'm with you. At the end of, let's just say tomorrow or later on today, the Spurs announced they picked up Killing Hayes. I think great, you know, be fine if they were to say, hey, we converted Barlow's to a full NBA contract, his two-way deal. I'll be fine, you know, it's good. But with your point about Killian Hayes, um, 4.9 assists this season before getting uh, let go by Pistons mm -hmm. for his career, 5.2. So we know he can facilitate. And I think that's what you need when you have a guy like Wimby on the court, a Kelton Johnson on the court, you know, get that team going. And I think he can do that. Left-handed guy, you know, another rare commodity in the NBA, left-handed player. So all in all, I think he would be a fascinating pickup. And I think the Spurs can afford to go ahead and do a reclamation project on him. Look, they did it with Zach Collins, you know, how many times he's banged up and career thought to be over, but they gave him a shot, let him cook in Austin for a few games, and then brought him to San Antonio, and now he got rewarded with a contract. I can see the same thing for Killian Hayes. And, and this, I think that – go ahead. The Spurs are, are in a position right now where they can afford to gamble on things. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's nothing to lose at this point right. for taking a, a, a big swing at something, whether it's a, mm -hmm. a Killian Hayes or a James Booknight or one of these lottery mm -hmm. picks that have just recently been waived that would give you – an opportunity to maybe seize some untapped potential mm -hmm. that, you know, bad, bad organizations couldn't get it out of these players, but they mm -hmm. were bad organizations. Right. Could it in a better and, situation, they possibly thrive. And to your point about Killian, uh, you look at the 22, 23 season. I mean, this is shocking, you know, cause a lot, he actually played 76 games for the Pistons. That's like yeah. almost unheard of for NBA players today this year to play 70 or more, let alone 65 or more. 76. And when he given that type of playing time, he produced that season, he produced 10.3 points per game, yep. 2.9 rebounds, 1.4 steals, and 6.2 assists all in 28 minutes. I think mm -hmm. they rolled the dice. Pleasure, I'm with you. If Look, he's already playing Wimby minutes, 26 minutes. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, just automatic restriction. You see? Put them in and out together. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. All right. So pleasure told you what they should do with the Spurs. Oh, this open roster spot. Go and get uh Killian Hayes. I'm with him, but what about me? If I had to pick somebody on that waiver wire roster that is out right now, who would I pick? That's coming up next on Locked On Spurs. This episode show is sponsored by and brought to you by BetterHelp. Give online therapy a try at betterhelp.com slash LockedOnNBA and get on your way to being your best self. Yeah, you want to try BetterHelp right now if you're thinking about giving online therapy a try. Look, sometimes we all need the opportunity to get something off our chest, big or small. Certain things can really start to get to you. It's important that you let that out, especially to someone who's unbiased in your life. That's where BetterHelp comes in. So today... Go there right now. Go to betterhelp.com. Hey, you might even be thinking the same thing. You know, hey, you know, I want to start online therapy. Look, therapy can be for everyone. Most of us have bigger problems than our favorite sports team. 
And look, if you're thinking about the Spurs being quiet on the trade deadline, uh, maybe they shouldn't have traded McDermott. It doesn't matter. Look, again, bigger problems than our favorite sports teams. It's important to get things off your chest every once in a while. So if you're thinking starting out in therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be flexible, suited to your schedule. Visit BetterHelp.com slash LockedOnNBA. Get yourself 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash LockedOnNBA. This is Emily Swallow, and you are listening to Locked On Spurs with Jeff Garcia. And we're back right here on Locked On Spurs with Tony Stark. That, that, that Tony Stark? Oh, that is Tony. No, that's James Pledger of San Antonio Sports Star, host of Extra Innings. Follow him on X at I am Pledger. And uh, by the way, I, I saw uh, Robert Downey Jr. doing a commercial now for internet security. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, that's Tony Stark. It would make sense that he makes would sense. Internet security, <laughs> you know, on that thing. <laughs> All right, and uh, we're talking you've been about keeping us in pins and needles, Jeff. Okay. I've got to well, know at that. this point. If it's All not right. Killian Hayes, who do you want that's actually available to the Spurs on the waiver wire? Well, I'm going to go with the same thread. I'm going to go with the guard. With the okay. Guard. I'm going to go with Evan Fournier. Uh, another I, countryman. Another countryman, a veteran point guard. Mm-hmm. Um, a guy who can shoot lights out. We know that he can shoot. I mean, that's the Spurs. Every time he's played against the Spurs, he goes off. Um, he fell out of favor in New York. Uh, why? Because of his lack of defense. So defensively, he ain't going to give it to you. But we've seen this team go into offensive droughts. We've seen this team get sh- outshot from the three line constantly. I think this guy would be a nice touch on the court for this Spurs team. Spurs fans have been begging for a veteran guard. Well, here he is. Um, he will provide scoring. I think the Spurs can use him. I'm going to go with uh, Evan Fournier. That makes a lot of sense. Look, Evan Fournier fills a lot of uh, boxes that, you know, prior to where the Spurs have currently ended up, I thought they needed. I thought they needed a veteran. I thought they needed uh, a point guard that could you know stabilize and help bring the nba and the way of the league to these players and he does provide shooting and offensive ability is something that this team sorely lacks at times um but you you know what he is he's safe he's he's safe and that is at this point any addition that's not a promotion from Austin or a conversion of a two-way player mm-hmm. like Barlow, I'm in because mm-hmm. it means you're attempting something. Right. If you're if you're promoting from Austin or if you are just converting Dominic Barlow, it just feels like more of the same mm-hmm. in a sense. And yeah. we all know what the same has been. The results of the same have been here this year. It's not good. <laughs> it Mm-mm. hasn't been no, good. No. So why would more of that be better? Right. And and look, I also like the fact that Evan Fournier has been on record saying that he wants to play with Wimbayama. Mm-hmm. He would come to San Antonio to play with him. And I think Wimbayama, look, keeping Wimby happy is part of the game of this rebuild. I think that will put a smile on his face as well. So he's he's a typical Spurs kind of guy. That's a Spurs pickup. And the Spurs would announce, hey, we signed Evan Fournier. I mean, yep, that's a typical Spurs pickup right there. 
lack the lack of defense is the only thing that worries me. Uh, you picked Killian Hayes. I'm not too familiar with his defensive skills. Is he on point or still a work in progress? I mean, he's a work in progress, but the, okay. you know, it's it's the tools. It's kind of the 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 same reason you wanted to kind of make Jeremy Sohan a point guard mm -hmm. is his ability to be like Killian Hayes has length to him. He mm -hmm. he can he can switch a little bit more fluid look like mm -hmm. he's got some athleticism and some quickness. I think that he, I don't think it's a lack of effort. I think it's a lack of knowing um, with him. And part of it is uh, that goes into the changing coaches every, you know, six months. Mm -hmm. Like what are you actually trying to accomplish or do the players even know what they're trying to accomplish when you're changing things on them so rapidly year after year after year, there's no stability to the organization. Yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, kind of a low key second pick I would have taken, uh, bringing back a familiar face, Corey Joseph. Uh, again, the same uh, reasons, familiarity with the uh, mm -hmm. system, veteran point guard. Uh, he tends to be, a, he is a defensive hound, may not give you that much as far as offense, but I think if you want a veteran guy who's been there, done that with San Antonio, won a title with the Spurs, uh, Corey Joseph would have been my second pick. Who who would else? Who would have been your uh, second pick on this list? Um, I, part of me really, I don't know what it is about the the Piston castoffs, but Dan Danilo Gallinari yeah. seems like a guy that mm -hmm. can provide something for the Spurs. You talked yeah. about needing offense. He's mm -hmm. a guy that provides floor spacing from a big position that could, you know, help accentuate like depth behind Victor Wimbanyama and right. Jeremy Soham when they're not on the court or, you know, something that, you know, Zach Collins, as much as they want him to be that floor spacing big, he's not, <laughs> he's not very good at it in a sense. And I think Danilo Gallinari gives you a bit more, especially from behind the arc. Yeah, um, big guy too. I, I think he he says he really uses his body well. A little bit of maybe injury prone. Mm -hmm. uh, that, that that worries me a bit. Um, but, but much you know, like the Zach Collins like thing, Harris, but take a gamble me, on an injury prone guy. It may pay off. Yeah, you take a gamble. Yeah, another guy on my list I would have picked too is Joe Harris, but I think he's just too one-dimensional. You know, if he's if he's not not extremely one-dimensional, yeah, and like much like we were talking about with Gallinari, extremely injury-prone. Like mm -hmm. he's had yeah, his exactly. share of injuries that have racked up on him as well. Seth Curry wouldn't be bad. Provide some mm -hmm. shooting, floor spacing. Yeah, yeah, but in our wish list, Pledger will go with Killian Hayes. I think that's a smart move. Um, I think the, the Spurs should go with a veteran point guard, Evan Fournier. But ultimately, I think the Spurs are going to spur and promote Barlow. I, you see it coming, right, Pledger? You it's see it just coming. so disappointing. But, uh, you, but, but it's not disappointing here. He deserves it. Who? You know, who deserves yeah, Barlow. Barlow. Barlow's been playing see, pretty that's, well. That's the most disappointing of the disappointing things you can do. Promoting Barlow is bad. Well, disappointing. It's disappointing. I, it's not. Why? I'm not saying it's bad. I'm saying it's disappointing. Like I feel like there's other things you can do to get Barlow up on the roster. Mm -hmm. um, I would. 
rather see City Sissoko. Uh, like oh, I want to, I kind of want to shake the tree and see oh, I what see. I can find gotcha. in terms of gotcha. a point guard uh, yeah. and bring something. Because Barlow's just one of those guys that, yeah, he kind of does everything, but it, you, he is what he is too. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it, you feel like there's some there there, but it's not like a lot of there there. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, a, or the Spurs go with a sexy move, like taking a, ch- a chance on Killian. I mean, I think that'd be great. If they do that, what do you got to lose? You got How nothing much time to lose do we all got? the game. You really got nothing to lose. I mean, right now, are you really playing for it? In my opinion, James, I don't know about you. This team is really just playing for uh, roster decisions and the draft at this point. That's yeah. pretty much it. That's I mean, it. The, yeah. the entire rest of this season should be about trying to find a diamond in the rough. Trying to unearth it, however that may be. And if it's from within your own organization, great. But I think within your organization, you have a better idea of what, like, something may actually like you have a better idea of what Dominic Barlow is and potentially could be uh, with extended minutes or a bigger opportunity here than you would somebody coming from the outside. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and, and I really believe it's it's just about your pick of Killian Hayes. I really think that could joining the Spurs could really be the spark that gets them going. I, I would hope really so that because that's what I'm looking for. I'm looking to shake the yeah. snow globe a little bit at this point. You know, mm-hmm. I'm looking. Uh, I'm reading reports over oh, the Super oh, Bowl oh, weekend. Ledger, the Spurs want to. Uh, they don't want to take skip steps now. Remember, I'm not trying to skip, skip steps. steps. Okay. I'm not skipping a step. I'm just shaking the snow globe. It's not okay. skipping a step. Like once the dust settles, you got to shake it, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, hoping, what's the I, point I, of having a snow globe? I'm hoping they break that snow globe open in the offseason and just scatter um, all the pieces everywhere. And that's that's one of the things. Like this is what the Spurs season has reduced me to in terms of over the Super Bowl weekend. I see Jake Fisher of Yahoo Sports report that indications were that teams believe that the Hawks, after talking with them in and around the trade deadline, mm-hmm. would be willing to make Trey Young available this offseason. Mm-hmm. And the Spurs were one of two teams mentioned that would be interested in making a move if that were to be the case. And yeah. th- that's what, as a Spurs fan, as anybody covering the team, as anybody that is a fan of the team, this is what we're left to is mm-hmm. this rumor and innuendo of around the trade deadline, we got the feeling that, so if this were to happen, that team would be like, that's where we are to Mm -hmm. have to get ourselves hyped up about it. I'm not hyped (laughs) up about Spurs Raptors when they're 0 3 on the rodeo road trip and have lost seven straight. Like they could go on a three game winning streak. It'd be their longest of the season. And I wouldn't care. Yeah. Well, because the season's a wash already. It's a wash. Exactly. But that's the frustration. So what do we have to look forward to? The only thing we can look forward to is the future and the best way in the future is to take a lottery ticket like a Killian Hayes or like a, a a player with a ton of potential that never reached it with his previous organization because that previous organization whether it be Charlotte or Detroit was a complete and utter dumpster fire for the entire time that they were there and it lost more games in a row and even the Spurs did at one point this year. <laughs> right. 
Like that's yeah. the only salvation you can get out of a season like this within the season, within mm -hmm. the context of the season. Like, yeah. say you claim Killian Hayes off waivers and he goes on in 25 to 28 minutes a game to average, let's say what he did in 22 with the Pistons. Let's say he averages yeah. over 10, 6, and 5. I'll take it. That feels like a win. Yeah, that's a win. I'll that take feels it. like the biggest win of the season, not named yeah. Victor Wimbanyama's performance this year. For sure. Yeah, I definitely would take it. Well, those are our thoughts right there on the Spurs open roster spot and the waiver wire. What do you think? You agree with um, Pledger, go for Killian Hayes, uh, or do you think the Spurs are going to spur and just promote maybe a Barlow to the uh, big boy roster? Or go for a veteran point guard. Might as well, right? Go or Might as well. NBA. But I'll say this. Remember, I was very passionate about getting a Laurie Markin in it. Oh, point. yes, you were. Yes, you were. I'm just saying, man. Like maybe yeah, roll the yeah, dice. Yeah. See what that. See what's there. Exactly. <laughs> he is James Pledger of San Antonio Sports Star. Follow him on X at I am Pledger. Pledger. We need to know what's going on with your show, Extra Innings, a Star. NFL season's over. What's next for you guys? Well, I mean, obviously we're going to follow the Spurs, and hopefully they give us something to talk about. Um, right. But I mean, the NBA season as a whole is starting to really kind of wind up after yeah. it comes to a grinding halt over mm -hmm. All-Star Weekend. But we're going to have Wimby in the All-Star Weekend to talk about. Jeremy Sohan's oh, now a part yeah. of the All-Star festivities. Um, and then once the second half of the season gets going, and then, you know, as we wind down on, you know, towards the NCAA tournament, like true, these, yeah. are, these are big things coming on the calendar that are really starting to ratchet up now that the NFL season has ended. But as we also know, the NFL season never truly ends. We've got the combine true. and then free agency and the draft all just right around the corner. A uh, few weeks away from the combine, we're a month away from the start of the league year, which means the opening of free agency. So, I mean, the NFL does a really good job of making sure they're always on the tip of your tongue for most of the calendar year with a small break late May into early June before training camp starts in July. Like, that's the mm -hmm. only real dead period of the NFL that you get. He is James Pledger of San Antonio Sports Star. Follow him on X at I am Pledger. Check out his show, Extra Innings with Pledger. You can find that on the uh, San Antonio Sports Star YouTube page. That's probably the best way to check it out, everybody. Just go to the YouTube page and watch Pledger do his thing and the rest of his crew out that's how there. That's Locked On. Oh, yeah, exactly. 94.1, correct? Nine, uh, no, uh, SA Sports Star. At SA Sports Star on YouTube. No, 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 but I'm talking the radio dial. They're oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. 941FMSASportsStar.com. Yeah, however you listen. Yep. On Twitch. Nope. There it is, yeah. Oh, you guys finally made it to Twitch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember that for a while. You had been telling me you want to get the star on this. Okay, see, now I did not. Now I know. You can find I'm them pushing on things now. all over the place. I'm just trying to get it out there. Absolutely, and you can do that as well with San Antonio Sports Star and all of their shows on YouTube. Hey, thanks for making Lockdown Spurs your first listen every day. Speaking of finding us, Kids by Plus app, iTunes, Spotify, the list goes on and on. Lockdown Sports Today, 24-7 streaming channel. Subscribe to it right now on YouTube. National, local, regional hosts, we're all there 24-7. Lockdown Sports Today, go subscribe. We'll be back tomorrow. 
Oh, good Lord. Michael Jimenez is coming back. So, <laughs> I, at least for now, let's see big times. Have not, him tell you not. about our weekend. Okay, we'll save that with my discussion with him. Yes. By the way, I already know what happened. But I want to hear <laughs> him say. All right. He is James Pleasure. Once again, make sure to follow him at I am Pleasure. So for James Iron Man Pleasure, I am Jeff Garcia. We're going to put a lock on this episode of Locked on Spurs. <laughs>